Hey, 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 stop. Okay? That's enough. Stop. Stop crying. Please stop whinging. Stop whinging. Stop kicking the back seat of the back of the seat of my car. No. Back of my car seat. Stop it. Alright? Stop it. Stop with the sliding into the DMs. Stop with the where's the where's the podcast DMs. Stop with the Stop. Alright? It's here. Okay? I've already apologized for it. I shall not apologize for it again. This is this is Look, I'm not having this become a thing. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with you. I've already said it. I've I've already apologised. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna apologise further. I'm not gonna apologise again. I'm not gonna expand the apology. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna add additional. Additional items to the apology docket. It's not gonna happen. You've had your apology. All right. It was yesterday. It was yesterday, and it was on the gram. It was in the Discord as well. Alright? And now you're crying. You're crying like a 12-week-old baby that's just had its first taste of the hand. You know? Its first taste of the... The first taste of the palm. Oh, dear. No, 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 no. So with the stop with the kicking of the back of the chair. Okay? Stop with the throwing of the arms in the air. With the going red in the face. With the whooping, the hollering, the pant pooing, with the nap naps needing a change, enough, unbelievable, crying like a ten day old baby that's just had its legs slapped, you know, <laughs> pathetic, grown men, grown men on the gram sliding into my DMs, bereft, distraught, their days ruined, wooined, absolutely wooined my day is. No potty at 6am. Wooined! I'm sorry, it's not even been a whole day. It's just later on, on the Wednesday. I'd never specified a time. You know, when we started this up. So it'd be out Wednesday. And say, look, it's my good nature being taken advantage of, quite frankly. You know, because it's there, ready for you. 6am in the morning. When you wake up, alone. Stinking of yesterday's boner. And it's there for you, isn't it? A little thing, a little little nugget to latch onto. A little something to hang your hat on for the day. And it's not there. You're met with the stark reality of your life. It's not good. And I understand that, but I don't empathise. You know, this is what it is. I was in Dorset. What do you want from me? I was in Dorset for a lovely mini break. Oh, it was a lovely mini break. Oh, I'd recommend Dorset. Lovely, lovely part of the world. Oh, yeah, very nice. I'd recommend getting a little, little Airbnb, little upmarket little hut. Yeah, little Airbnb hut, little upmarket hut in Dorset. Oh, outdoor bath. Oh, lovely, very nice. Yeah, not quite the space you'd want for also having a fourteen-month-old baby that is trying to do a permanent impression of the Tasmanian devil, but. Lovely time. All the, oh, outdoor bath. Oh, Dorset, Airbnb. Oh, delightful, delightful. Might I just say, Dorset, you've got a very wide range of tourist attractions. I must say, I've never seen more brown signage 
on the on the roads at the roundabouts at the junctions on the a roads i mean whoever's whoever's churning out these brown, brown signs is making fucking bank yeah oh but i mean the tourist attractions just they go on and on and on and on monkey world the tank museum Corf castle dorset paintballing monkey world i mean god the russell coates art gallery and museum north fort you know D- dumbledore dirt dirtle dirtle door yeah monkey world the tank museum yeah bournemouth beach corf castle monkey world i'd recommend corf castle it's ruined ruined absolutely ruined i don't know who ruined it was it the roundheads can't remember anyway was it cromwell might have been it's ruined but you can go there bless up the corf castle mandem roll through bless it up each and every my national trust mandem yeah <laughs> the natty t roadman yeah national trust fan yeah discounted parking still free parking for days fam national trust member yeah lick off your head top national trust ting kids go for free when you remember fam roll through the Corf castle mandem the massive bless up it's ruined fam cromwell who right let's find this out i don't should i this is important information um I need to get some sort of... uh, I need to get bloody... OpenAI Whisper set up so I can just talk... I can just talk, you know, stuff into ChatGPT rather than having to bloody type it out. You know, who destroyed... Ruined... Corf... Castle. Very important to know. Corf Castle was partially destroyed in 1646 during the English Civil War. It was besieged by parliamentary forces... Uh, oh, sorry. Par- yeah, parliamentary forces who eventually succeeded in taking the castle and ordered it to be partially demolished to prevent it from being used again. The castle has been held by royalist forces loyal to King Charles I and was a strategic location in the conflict between the royalists and the parliamentarians. Anything to do with Cromwell? Uh, do with Cromwell. Uh, yes, the siege and destruction of Corse Castle in 1646 was part of Oliver Cromwell's campaign to defeat the Royalists and establish parliamentary control over England. I fucking told you it was Cromwell. Big up the Cromwell mandem. Bless up. Ollie Cromwell. Rude boy. Dunno. Big man. Big man, t- big man Corf Castle ting. Yeah? Dorset. Brown sign. National Trust mandem okay bless up big tings yeah rude boy although cromwell did not personally lead the siege of corf castle fuck him off low it it was carried out by troops under his command were they called the roundheads were they were were they called the round heads Yes, the supporters of the parliamentary forces during the English Civil War were often called roundheads. Your boy them know up his Corf Castle history fam. 
used to stay at a uh, Burnbait campsite in Dorset, just round the corsal, just round the corsal, just round the corner from the Corf Castle Mandan. Uh, as a Ute, I was there, uh, and I would roll through many a time. So you might say I've been going there since since day, yeah, Corf Castle Mandan from day, okay. Oliver Cromwell, Thomas Fairfax, big things, yeah. What was that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, good stuff. Yeah. Just saying, man. Dorset, nice place to take the missus. Nice place to take the kids. Family friendly. A uh, lot of brown signage. Monkey World. Corf Castle. Um, Weymouth Harbour. South Banks Beach. Uh, Russell Coates Art Gallery and Museum. Corf Castle. Monkey World. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome coffee and memes, yeah? Would you, would you please? Could you, thanks? Steady job and a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy. And, all of that, it, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee Memes, uh, Threshold.fm's Wednesday. Sorry about that. No, I'm not sorry. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Nick Brock, yeah, you're right, Jurassic Coast, mate. Fucking dum- Dumbledore, Dirtledore, Doodledum, Dude Tweedledee and Dirtle Doodleman. Yeah, big fucking rocks and that in the sea fam. Looks like a big door. Yeah, boy. Fucking banging fam. You go down there and look at it. There's enough kids down there in a school trip fam. Sick, mate. Go down there, do a fucking sketch in your art book fam. Yeah, boy, throw a fucking crisp packet at Jeremy, he's a cock. Yeah, dickhead fam. Anyway, look, back uh, back to reality, what's been going on? Uh, Trump's in court again, uh, rape charge this time. Ooh, okay, um, don't know much about it, um, and that's the end of that one. Uh, Joe Biden confirms running for re-election in 2024. Uh and will be 86, would be 86 after two terms. Christ, can you say, what's the point? I mean, can we not? I mean, Jesus, t- twice in a row, the, the presidential election is going to be two elderly rapists. Like, please. I mean, I don't even live in America, but like, can we not do better than that? I mean, just purely for the spectator sport that is America. I mean, it's embarrassing. Blood. I want to sound... Fucking Ollie Cromwell over there, fam. Some of them par- parliamentarian boys. Anyway, um, Bi- Biden's running for re-election. Let's finish the job. You haven't even started, mate. Outrageous. God almighty. Pathetic. Um, so that's that's one thing um, there. Confused head teacher denies rumours he's put cat litter trays in school toilets. I mean... Is there a law now? There must be. I'd, I'd be very surprised if there isn't. The, the uh, like, you know, like Moore's law, 
you know, Murphy's Law, Sod's Law. You know, it, it's a law, right? It's a, it's a thing. You know, what's what's in common parlance become known as a th- a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah, used to be called a law. Um, but is there a whole thing or a law whereby you are no longer able to tell a f- fact from satire? You know, you look at the headlines of The Onion, the headlines of The Babylon Bee, and then the headlines of Normal News, and it is pretty much impossible to, to tell the difference. Oftentimes, the reality is more insane than the satire. Anyway, confused head teacher denies rumours he's put cat litter trays in school toilets. Um, he's given this the sort of appropriate treatment, really. It's a girls' school in Jersey. I did start hearing about this, because this is the sort of nonsense that you see on, like, Lives a TikTok. Uh, it's like, oh, no, the kids are identifying as cats now. The kids are identifying as cats and they're on the litter trays. It was a thing about this in the offices. I tried for a long time to search, you know, with the purpose of bringing it up on the show, for an actual example, for a genuine example of someone wanting to use a cat litter tray in an office environment or in a school. Couldn't find anything. Um, so I think it was more a sort of urban myth, really, a, a sort of a right-wingers urban urban myth, anti-woke urban myth. Didn't really, like, you wouldn't lump all the sort of anti-woke into the right. It's not really, anyway forget it i'm not i'm not this is not a culture wars podcast um nevertheless there was a sort of um anti anti-woke urban myth that kids or office workers were having cat litter trays in there they were forcing companies or forcing schools to have the cat litter trays in in the toilets you know for the kids or the office workers that identified as cats Anyway, turns out it's bollocks. Shock, shock, horror. Turns out it's nonsense. Um, and a school in Jersey have now had to actually come out and say, "What the fuck is going on in this world?" Like, genuinely, what the fuck is wrong with people? A, that people think this is happening. People that have made the accusation that it's happening, and B, that quite honestly, it's plausible in today's world. It's it's plausible to the point that we actually have to address this. Uh, parents can expect letters home from their child's school on a regular basis. Informing, oh fuck off! This is—I mean, I've had to turn to the metro again here, and the editorialising. I'm sorry, it upsets me so much. But frankly, if I didn't get upset, we wouldn't have much of a podcast, would we? I'm going to make a Chrome plugin. I think that maybe I mentioned this last time that removes all of the editorialising from 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 these websites and just replaces it with a list of um, supposedly objective facts. Anyway, but one head teacher has had to write a letter to parents for a more bizarre purpose. Carl Howarth, the principal of Jersey College for Girls, has sent out a letter denying that his school has installed cat litter trays in its toilets. The college is a fee-paying school in Jersey's capital of St. Helier, and the head has asked parents to correct anyone who talks to them about the strange rumour. Letter was sent out on Tuesday and doesn't go into detail about how the rumour began, but parents told ITV News that it's been circulating for several months. Or oh, well, the rumour, I guess. Well, it's true that it was a rumour. I know it's a rumour, I started it. 
Uh, the letter reads, Dear parents, I really cannot believe that I'm writing this email. But here we go. We have been aware that for some time uh, of a rumour uh, that we have installed cat litter trays in our toilets. We had thought that, as it was so clearly nonsense and utterly ludicrous, these rumours would naturally stop without our involvement. <laughs> However, rather bizarrely, that doesn't seem to have been the case. Please do correct anyone who may talk to you about it. Right, uh, back to reality. Uh, yours, Carl Haworth, Principal. Um, thanks, Carl. Very sassy, uh, I would say. Very, very sassy. Um, now, does he directly say that there are no cat litter trays in the toilets? Let's just go back over that. We have been aware for some time of rumours that we've installed cat litter trays. We had thought that, as it was so clearly nonsense and utterly ludicrous, it would be utterly ludicrous to have um, cat litter trays. Um, and you might say it's part of a part of something nonsensical. Now, he does not directly deny the existence of them. He merely, in fact, he merely says that the rumor is ludicrous. Hmm. Maybe it's a ludicrous rumor because it's not actually a rumor. It's actually true. Just you know, just saying. You know, possibly. You know, little a little scratch away at the surface there. You know, if I was running an all-girls school and installing cat litter trays in there, this would probably be the tactic I go. Oh, it's a, this one ludicrous suggestion, absolute nonsense, and the cameras in the toilets as well. Absurd! How dare you? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I mean, bit of fun either way. Why not give them the cat litter trays? Why deny them their basic human right, basic feline rights? Give the kids the litter trays, I say. I say give the damn kids the litter trays, yeah? Make them shit in the litter trays. Poor so you want to be a cat, do you? No. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. I don't want to be a cat. I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get on with my homework. Why are you in my room? Get your trousers off now and get squatting over that litter tray. Please, who are you? How did you get in here? I'm calling the cops. I've cut the phone lines. Now shit in the litter tray. I'm recording it for libs of TikTok. Damn you. This is not a false flag. Anyway, that's in, that's, uh, the letter isn't the only baffling thing to happen at school this week. However, as road workers managed to spell the word school wrong in both English and Welsh. Welsh, of course, not being a real language, so... Anything written in Welsh is, of course, spelt wrong. It's not real. Uh, Welsh, of course, a fictional country. Welsh? Yeah. Wales, of course, a fictional country. It's, in fact, a county in England. Uh, the county of Wales. And uh, anyone claiming to be Welsh uh, is a fantasist and an opportunist. Shouldn't be trusted. Steer well clear is my advice. Steer well clear. Um, Biden running for re-election. Get rid of that. That's no of no interest. Uh, Nick Diaz uh, is out, uh, living up to his reputation as uh, a lunatic, um, an imbecile, uh, and a fighter. Uh, police issue arrest warrant for Nick Diaz after he choked out Logan Paul lookalike uh, in street fight. Now, defence 
I mean, if I'm okay, if I'm, I mean, you must. Everyone must have seen the video. If you've not seen the video of this, I, I, I don't know where where you've you've said. I mean, I've been in Dorset. You know, I've been in Dorset. I've been going to National Trust sites. You know, I've been bathing outside, and I've seen it. So, frankly, if you haven't, I don't know what to tell you. Honestly, I really don't know what to tell you. Um, Nick Diaz is in New Orleans. He's on a. Uh, uh, what's that street called? Is it Bourbon Street? Oh, I don't know. It's that popular street in uh, uh, New Orleans where they do all the drinking and that. And they, they do the boobs out, all the beads, the Mardi Gras, all of that shenanigans. Anyway, he's out there. Bit of a brawl going on. Some guy's standing in front of him with his arms up saying, um, please don't hurt me. And um, so Nick... Nate Diaz checks him unconscious, you know, as you would in that situation. Now, if I was uh, Nate Diaz, which I'm not, but perhaps if I was his lawyer, it would probably be a better, a better position to be in here. Um, I would be putting forward the case that the gentleman in question, the gentleman who was choked unconscious, really is a good Logan Paul lookalike, like a really like exceptional. When you see pictures of him out of the context of being choked unconscious. He's a really good lookalike. Like, genuinely could have a... If, if Logan Paul lookalike was a career possibility, he'd be front of the queue. Now, my defence for Nate Diaz would be that he thought it was the real Logan Paul and he was just doing the decent thing as a freedom-loving American and choking him unconscious, which should, you know, you could make the argument that that's what all Americans should do in such a situation uh, of seeing Logan Paul. They should attempt to choke him unconscious. That would be that would be the argument. I would. That, I I I don't know how that would work legally, but I feel like you might if you got a if you got the right judge. You might that might be your only option. That might be the way to get away with that. Um, I mean, it's a silly one, really. The guy's clearly holding his hands up, saying, "Let's not do the whole fighting thing." And then five seconds later, is unconscious on the floor. Uh, so it's a kind of I would say it's a kind of open and shut case in terms of like uh, who's in the wrong here. Uh, I mean, I guess this guy's gonna sue him for some money and frankly probably deserves it oopsie police in new orleans have issued an arrest warrant for former ufc fighter nate diaz after he allegedly choked out logan paul look like during a brawl it's not only allegedly when it's on video like very clearly him very clearly choking someone unconscious the incident took place in the louisiana city after a boxing event that diaz had attended to support his friend chris avila in the aftermath of that misfits boxing night Diaz was filmed getting into an altercation with a man who he then chucked out. Now, New Orleans Police Department have issued a warrant for his arrest. Uh, there's a warrant that has been issued. I just want to say that I do want to reiterate this. Really, really good Logan Paul lookalike. Um, really, really good. In, in a short video, Diaz can be seen closing his arm around the neck of the man. And a beautiful, what is known as a front naked choke 
uh, eventually leaving him seemingly unconscious. He is unconscious. Strangely enough, the man bears more than the passing resemblance to YouTuber, celebrity boxer and WWE star Logan Paul. In fact, he looks so much like Paul that UFC chief Dana White even believed it was him at one stage. After watching the video, White said, He knocked him out. Whoever that is, he knocked him out. The guy's head bounced like a fucking basketball. Oh, I've not seen... Oh, there is an actual video of Dana White reacting to it. What a treat. Oh, we'd... Hey, hey, fuck off. Thank Cyber you. Cyber attack? No. Look, Nate Diaz slapped Logan Paul. Where is this out? Where is this out, though? What? Where? Choked him out. I told you Nate Diaz wild, bro. They're at a casino. He just needs that dude in his stomach. Is that Logan Paul? He knocked him out. Oh, he knocked him out. That's not Logan. That's not Logan. That's not Logan. Whoever that is, he knocked him out. He choked him out. Look, he choked him out. Oh, yeah, he did choke him out. You sure that's not Logan? That's not Logan. Look, watch when he goes in. Watch. Look, that's not Logan Paul. Um, Sign the guy who got choked up out to sign him out to power slap. You know, he looks good going unconscious on a camera. He did a great job of going unconscious on, on camera. So he would be a perfect, um, should we say, a power slap athlete. I, the whole power slap phenomenon is truly one of the, one of the most bizarre things. I, you know, to see at such a kind of, uh, should we say, like high level of entertainment like obviously, like the UFC is one of the like hosts some of the most watched sporting events in the world. Like I uh, guess the World Cup is the most watched sporting event, but there must be some like some UFC cards that have been pretty fucking high up there in terms of most watched sporting events. So for Dana White uh, of you know UFC fame, head of the UFC, whatever his position is currently. I don't know. To then start this ridiculous um, power slap uh, thing is quite baffling, really. I mean, if you again, if you've been under a rock, it, it's simply two fellas standing there taking it in turns to slap each other, with the aim of obviously slapping the other person unconscious. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to flinch. You do get two for flinching. You have to hold a little stick behind you to so keep your hands out of the way. You know, so you don't try and block, and you've just got to stand there while the other person slaps you in the face. Hard. Like, I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of less of a slap, really, because you're obviously you're aiming to hit someone with the sort of heel of your palm, hit them straight in the jaw. It's not really like a bitch slapping competition. It's a really, like, you know, knock the other person out by what is probably harder than a fist, you know? You've probably got... It's... It's narky. Anyway, unsurprisingly... It's just basically whoever gets to go first pretty much just knocks the other person out immediately. And then you're just in this position where this person is just lying unconscious like after being, you know, hit in a sort of... standing there defenselessly uh, and and getting knocked unconscious. Very bizarre. While Dana White's sort of off to the side going, Oh! Oh! Oh, he's out! Oh, he's out! He's he's, he's knocked him out! Of course he fucking knocked him out! The giant fucking guy just slapped him around the face! full force like just got to stand there wind up for it like three times and then just absolutely of course he fucking knocked him out the ridiculous thing i've ever seen and what's even more ridiculous is how incredibly watchable it is oh 
I'm very happily sat through multiple episodes of that reality program. It was like a reality program like The Ultimate Fighter, where they all have to live in a house together. All these lunatics, they get them all pissed up. So they get Larry, try and pop, try and slap each other in the house. And then they have to do a slapping contest and knock each other out. Oh, it's watchable. It's very, very watchable. And even more hilarious, it had to be delayed because the video of Dana White slapping his wife on New Year's Eve got, got released. I mean, you genuinely couldn't write this stuff. It's like something out of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I mean, it's just beggar's belief. And then every time Dana posts about it on the gram, all the comments are just lighting him up unbelievably. And then it, it, it never even got to a pay-per-view. It's basically, it's been canned. It's on Rumble now. It's like, yeah, sorry, sorry, guys, sorry, Slap Jesus. One of the people on it's called Slap Jesus. Sorry, you're not going to be the superstar athlete that perhaps you might have thought you were going to be. You're going to be on Rumble, yeah? You're going to be there getting CTE for Dana White's amusement on Rumble. Uh, I go back to fighting in pub car parks in Miami. Mad. It's just mad. Just let people just hit each other in the head without even defending themselves the option to defend themselves well your defense has to be that you have a real fucking thick neck a real fucking thick neck and no brain god you'd think that like brendan sharp would you know he fits that those criteria yet he would he got knocked out all the time so perhaps i don't know perhaps you need more than a thick neck and no brain you know to be good at ultimate slap fighting power slap i mean christ Anyway, God, this guy looks like Rogue Logan Paul, though. He's hamming it up as well. He's got like the same haircut, the same sort of stubbly sort of beard. He's wearing a hat. So he's basically he's in Logan Paul fancy dress. So I mean, it was like there was a guy ages ago that we saw who was on the Metro who looks a lot like Messi, and he was like, "Oh, so annoying, you know. Oh, everyone thinks I'm Messi. It's really annoying." He's got the same haircut, and he walks around in a fucking Messi shirt with Messi written on the back. Like, so you're not getting the sympathy. It's not happening. Unbelievable. Anyway, so look, here's the situation, yeah? Don't want to get choked unconscious. Don't go around being a Logan Paul, like, a Logan Paulogram. I think that's the lesson to be learned there. If you want to remain conscious... You know, unless for times other than when you choose to go to sleep. Obviously, steer clear of Nate Diaz and steer clear of making yourself look like you've made yourself a target. The more, the more I think about this, the more I think that Nate did the right thing. You know, because obviously there's the chance that it could have been the real Logan Paul. And I think then we're all, I think then we're all, you know, on board with it being the right thing. I know if it's a Logan Paul impersonator. Well, I think he did the right thing as well because I think that is going to make a lot of other potential Logan Paul impersonators just stop for a second and fucking think about what they're doing with their lives. You know? Bloody well think about it. Um, Jimmy, that joke in the Discord, I should not be reading it out. That is, that is <laughs> you are a terrible man. <laughs> terrible, terrible man. Right got seagull news and it's not good it's from sunderland of course this is 
uh, if I had a pound for everybody that sent me this news story, I would have just enough for a pint of beer in Brighton, uh, which these days is clocking about six quid. Man captured injured seagull in an alleyway and pleasured himself over it. Very much a Florida man vibe here, this story. Very Florida man-esque. However, Sunderland man. Sunderland man David Lee. Yeah? Sunderland man David Lee uh, captured an injured seagull and tossed himself off over it repeatedly. (sighs) A man has admitted causing unnecessary suffering to a seagull after he captured it and pleasured himself while watching pornography on his phone. David Lee carried out the bewildering attack in an alleyway in Sunderland in what has been described as one of the most unusual cases ever seen. <sighs> yeah, does it, it, it does really smack of Sunderland, I think. You know, I've never been there. I've never had the misfortune of being there. But from what I've heard from the sort of lore of the land, should we say, the sort of, it's quite like, it's quite middle-earthy sort of up there it's quite kind of uh dystopian it's the the a lot of sort of mob justice up there it's not really you know they don't have so many of the kind of um like morals i guess would be uh one way of looking at it's kind of like i guess it's like sodom and gomorrah but without the sort of the fun stuff of uh the gayness you know like less of the sort of discos um the fabulous outfits um the you know the ecstasy taking the sort of you know the fun side of 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 what you imagine sodom and gomorrah might be like because a lot of it probably quite good time you know got a fun drag show sodom and gomorrah good laugh man they're really letting it fly in there back in the when you know drag shows used to be fun you know when it was like Six, six foot four fellas in 10 inch heels you know telling racy jokes up on stage telling very narky jokes up on stage having a bit of a laugh at it less like the drag shows of today where it's sort of you know they're all bastions of moral purity and you go in there and they lecture you about colonialism you know proper old school decent you know decent done raunchy drag shows yeah that's how I imagine it to be in Sodom and Gomorrah so if you imagine Sunderland yeah Less of the drag shows, just more like, I guess it's my, yeah. you know that, have you ever seen the film Book of Eli, you know, where he goes to that, uh, that town where Tom, Tom Waits is sort of tinkering there, and he's got a little sort of, uh, little shop where he sort of fixes stuff, bit like that, I guess, you know, it's just bar fights, it's kind of like the Wild West out there, it's a lot of bar fights, throwing of chairs, you know, there's, there's a sort of bartering system, you don't they don't really understand money because they can't really do the maths but they can sort of understand well you've got these four cans four pint cans of carling you know i could i would be prepared to swap say a child for those cans you know that is or i've got a mule you know you've got uh, a sort of shackled harem of um of women perhaps there's a, a fair trade in sunderland you know or i've got a dozen Frey Bentos pies, you know, again, I could trade for your wife, perhaps. Nevertheless, a 40-year-old, the 40-year-old of Roker Avenue, not anymore, I would imagine, 
uh, pleaded guilty to carrying out a sexual act involving a herring gull in South Tyneside Magistrates Court yesterday. It's classified as an offence under the... Yeah, I imagine it is an offence to wank in a bird's face. And it should be, quite honestly. Uh, CCTV uh, under the Animal Welfare Act of 2006. CCTV footage shown in court showed Lee kneeling down with the bird between his legs in a narrow passageway. Sweet Christ. Uh, he was then seen pulling his pants off and appearing to masturbate with the bird close to his groin while watching pornography on his phone. The defendant then kicked the bird away and walked off. I mean, there's a picture of the, of a seagull, unless I don't know if it's the seagull. I don't know if it's, um, you know, the seagull in question. Describing the video evidence seen in court, prosecutor Leslie Burgess said at around 1, 8, 1 in the morning, the defendant was seen chasing a gull down the road. The second piece of footage sees the defendant chasing the same bird down the road. In the third piece of footage, the defendant has a different bird in his hand. It is a smaller bird. You see the defendant with the bird in his arms and he goes to a short space down the road. It's clear from the CCTV footage that the defendant is masturbating. Defendant, so he's he's really on the hunt for birds, right? It's not just, it doesn't seem like an opportunist act. Like, he's got birds on his mind. The defendant places the bird between his... Okay, that's enough of the, you know, uh, pulls his trousers up, give the bird a kick, picks up his phone and walks off. After the incident, Lee was arrested at a nearby takeaway. Wow, so he was arrested, like, on the same night. Wow. After the incident, he was arrested at a nearby takeaway, where he told police he'd picked the seagull up because he thought it was injured and was searching on his phone for how to help it. Yeah. But the court heard how the defendant's phone was seized by police, who found, in fact, he'd searched for porn sites and not for a vet or the RSPCA. Um... Annalisa Muscardini, defending, said Lee had some history of mental health issues and can't explain his actions. Told magistrates, she told magistrates he is seeking psychia- a psychiatric report. Um, Chair of magistrates Kay Gilbert said the word "bizarre" has been used on more than one occasion. I have to say. That as an experienced magistrate, this is one of the most unusual cases I've come across in the magistrate's court. So, is he, um... Have they not sentenced him yet? What's going to happen? I mean... Is he... Is he going down? I... Oh, plot twist. The seagull in question uh, has an OnlyFans account. And has done for a number of years. Oh, all right. Okay, so the the seagull that is pursuing, uh, pursuing the prosecution, uh, potentially an ulterior motive. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Um, uh, the seagull has seen a 4,000% increase in subscribers to its OnlyFans account uh, in the, since the incident. Uh, so the prosecutor, not the, sorry, not the prosecutor, the defender, how do you say it? Uh, Annalisa Moscone is calling the seagull a slag. Ah, so there's a little bit of bl- victim blaming going on there from uh, from the defend from the defense defense. Uh, I don't know whether or not that's going to work. So I guess potentially this will be seen in the in the sentencing. Well, I wish them well. 
I wish both of them well, you know. It's uh sounds sounds like a rough day for all concerned. Uh I don't know. You, you, I I'm quite interested to know like so were they tracking him on on CCTV? Like they would was there someone in the con, like a little control center is like what's he doing? That? He's what? Oh good god. Get a community support officer down there immediately. And then he's gone into the takeaway and, you know, a couple of the sort of... Well, they're kind of child, sort of fat children are generally community support officers, aren't they? They're sort of, sort of sweet, fat children that were probably bullied at school. God bless them. Like, they're having a go, aren't they? They're like, well, I couldn't... I, I tried to be a traffic warden, failed the test, so I'm doing the community support officer thing. And, you know, they're sort of milling about. And now, now you've got to capture some geezer from Sunderland who's just wanked on a seagull. Probably not what you signed up for. Anyway, Jimmy reckons he'll, he'll end up in the nonce wing. Good pun. Very nice. I like it. I think he'll do time for it, quite honestly. I think that it... My guess... Um, well... So, so, not a real person in a Discord saying just because the seagulls got an OnlyFans doesn't mean the seagulls are slag. You know, got to make a pound note somehow. Hardworking entrepreneur. Yeah, fair enough. You know, so seagull sex work is real work, guys. I can't say that enough. You know, I look. Do your bit, okay, to support your local seagull sex workers. Get out there. Get fucking beaked off. Yeah, pay up. You know, it's. You know, it's the oldest game in the world, right? And if you've got good hard-earned money, you know, <clears throat> then they're they're looking to help you part ways with it. You know, you scratch my beak, I, you know, in an alleyway. You know, maybe the whole thing's a stitch up. You know, maybe this is maybe this is a sort of Epstein-style bit of sexual blackmail. You know, maybe he's been lulled into this. You know, what's Prince Andrew got to say about this? Any videos of him with a seagull? I'm not saying... Just because we haven't seen them doesn't mean they're not out there. You know, just because... You know, it, many, many videotapes were seized from Epstein's house. What are on the tapes? We've never been told. Who was on the tapes? It could be some rich and powerful people caught in compromising acts in alleyways with seagulls. We don't know that it's not. Okay, the FBI have not confirmed nor denied. I don't know how long you have to go. Can you get that with a freedom of information request? Dear FBI, I've been thinking. Right, with all these with all these seagull sex workers out there and all these seagulls only fans and that. And this whole Epstein thing of, you know, like the sexual black man and the videotapes and that. I was just wondering, like, if you've had a chance to look at those tapes, are any of them of, like, I don't know, Bill Gates or whatever, or, you know, Hillary and that? Are they, like, shagging seagulls? Is that a thing? Anyway, let us know. Freedom of information and that. Cheers, Will. Never know your luck, do you? you gotta, you got to try and find... Hey... Can't blame a gull for trying. Come on! I'm gonna come. Fucking hell. It's all worth it just for that. <laughs> just for that one. Uh.
TikTok influencer and mum killed man to hide mother's affair. Well, how long have we been saying that TikTok is in trouble for? Uh, what else have we got? Police. Uh, that's fine. Okay. Hide your, hide your pain, Harold. Declares he's not an influencer despite having a huge following. It's nice to see hide your, hide hide the pain, Harold. Leaning finally leaning into being a meme. You've caught look. Don't know who hide your pain. Hide hide the pain. Hide the pain. Hide hide. Um, hide the pain, Harold is. You don't know who he is. Google him. Yeah, I can't do all the work for you. Okay, I can't come and spoon feed him into your mouth. Yeah, can't do the aeroplane. Ooh, hide the hide the pain, Harold. Okay, you'll recognise him. You've seen him in the memes. Uh, hide your pain. Hide your pain. I thought it was hide the pain. Fuck. It's anyway. Hide your pain, Harold. Wants everyone to know that he's not an influencer despite having hundreds of thousands of followers. The white-haired senior stock photography model has a facial expression that captures suppressed pain or discomfort while trying to force a seemingly fake smile. You have surely used the meme after bumping into blah, 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 blah. Uh, is he Italian? I think he might... Or is he just... Yeah, I think he is. <laughs> he is Italian. I don't know why you just sort of assume he's American. Um, yeah, he's on the ground, man. He's he's just living his best life. Apparently, it took him years to come to terms with his meme. Be a weird one, wouldn't it? You know, you have a few stock photos done, earn a pound note, cost living crisis. Next thing you know, you're a meme because it looks like you're dead inside. It's... Or perhaps not so much that you're dead inside. Perhaps just that you're you're crying inside. That you're smiling on the outside, but inside, your life is pure misery and pain. Many of you will know that feeling. But he's embraced it now, and he's gone out. He done off get a lot of likes on the gram. I'll tell you, Pain Harold at Pain Harold. Uh, hi folks, I'm hide the Pain Harold. Yeah, hide the pain. Don't know why you lab Bible with the bloody. Hide your pain. Anyway, does he talk? Yeah, he does. Come on. I came with a joy to spread some cheer. From far away, I bring my tale of laughter, love, and happy trails. Okay. My name is Harold. Hide the pain, they say. But today, I'm here to smile and play. In Como Fun Festival, we unite to celebrate life with all the all might. Let's dance, let's sing, let's make some noise. Let's forget our worries, our fears, our boys. For this moment, let's live like a child, free, wild, and full of life. He's reading this off something. I'm just, I'm telling you now. You can see where his eyes are looking. He's not looking at the camera. He's reading this off a, off a goddamn yellow legal pad. The pain is still very real for Harold. It's it's still he's doing his best to mask it. God love him for it, he's not a scrounger. But the pain is still clearly very real. I don't know where he's what is he from? Was he Ger- German? Austrian? Uh some type some type of uh some, uh some someone from that neck of the woods, you know? 
Hide the Pain Harold. He's got hidethepainharold.com. Yeah? Oh, he's done a TED Talk in Kiev. God bless him. Well, maybe he's Ukrainian. I don't know. Anyone. He's linking to 9gag on his website. A bit of fun, isn't it? Uh, linking to all his to all his favourite Hide the Pain Harold memes. Cute. No. Imagine having... Imagine, <laughs> imagine linking to 9gag off your portfolio website. Can't argue with that. Um, uh, you can donate Bitcoin to uh, to Hide the Pain Harold. That's nice, isn't it? Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Litecoin. He's, you know, he's doing what he can. You Venmo him. Oh, what's VK? I don't know, maybe, you know, look, look, listen, let's move on. Ashley Graham has been crowned the world's sexiest woman. Jordan Peterson must be losing his fucking mind. These damn fat women, they're taking over the world. Oh. Do not come. These guys. <laughs> Ashley Graham has officially been crowned world's sexiest woman. Uh, the model graced the cover of Maxim in nude lingerie and matching ribbed robe, ranking in first place in the model's Hot 100 for its May-June 2023 issue. During her career, the mum of three has become a huge advocate for body positivity and self-love. They so often are. Breaking the mould in the fashion industry for being a plus-size model. Uh, yeah, uh, no question about it. She's a good-looking gal. I think everyone other than Geordie P can probably agree agree with that. But when she tries to search for her father down the well, she's going to get bloody stuck. She's trying to get down. She's trying to search for her father in the belly of the whale. Well, maybe she's the whale. Maybe she ain't her father. Anybody ever thought about that? <laughs> the three-hour... A three-hour marathon on the Daily Wire Plus. Him, Shapiro, and that guy from that bloody conservative school. Christ, what's it called? Ah, oh, would you say someone? Prager you, Dennis Prager. Yeah, the three of them um, discuss from the, the from a biblical uh, perspective uh, whether or not fat chicks are hot. Um, well, you know, objectively speaking, hypothetically, for the sake of argument. If a girl is fat, that may hypothetically say that she has bigger knockers. Well, maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't. But she could still get stuck down the well. I can't say. There are all, all these fat women out there. They're trying to, trying to, trying to do these bloody metaphors, and they keep getting stuck down wells. That's a disgrace. It's. They should listen. To, they should do the carnivore diet. They should go on the Joe Rogan experience. He'll tell them not to be fat. Uh, anyway, back to Ashley Graham. Yeah, she's a good-looking girl. Can't argue with that. Um, but problem is, yeah, she's a good-looking girl anyway. Yeah, it's not. She's not good-looking because she's like. I mean, she's going to be hot at any size. She's just genetically gifted in the looks department. Um, she could probably put on another. Oh, I don't know. She could probably put on another hundred, hundred, hundred kg, and um, you know she's she's still be a great looking gal. Um, sadly, it's not the reality uh, for us all. Um, we can't all be uh, hot and fat. It's, you know, 
I guess we can all be fat. Uh, we certainly can't all be hot. It's, I know they say uh, there's no such thing as ugly, only lazy. But listen, you know, we can't. There's, there's no way we can all become tens. Is there? There's no way we can even all become nines. I don't even know. I wouldn't even uh, know how I would go begin to go about. You know. you know getting anywhere near a seven you know what am i going to do get so get a jaw transplant gonna need a wider first thing you're gonna need is a wider jaw i think if you're a fella and you're looking to get hotter you're gonna need a really what the wider the better if you can get a jaw that's eight or nine inches wide you you've got a good start you know then you want to get some of those uh like oil is it like a kind of saline sort of oil Weird injections like that geezer in Russia's got, the one with the massive arms. You're going to need a whole load of them injected into really any way you can get it. So you're all sort of bulbous, right? You're really bulbous. That's what a, what a woman wants in a, in a man. Big old fucking jaw, and then the rest of him is just all sort of swollen and bulbous. That's... <laughs> I, know, I know that there aren't any women that listen to this show, but if there are, do write in... Um, and let us, because that, in my mind, is the is the ideal male body in the mind of a woman. Eight to nine inch jaw width, and then rest the rest of the body really swollen and bulbous, uh, like like the Michelin man, yeah. But like less proportion, like the Michelin man is you know sort of in proportion, but. You want more like, I guess, hmm. If you were to just pump up, because the Michelin man is made out of tires, right? If you were pump to pump a lot, some of the tires a lot more than others, and if some of the tires had burst, I think that sort of won't go. And then big fucking slab of a jaw, yeah, like Giga Chad style jaw, and then with a body that looks like randomly inflated tires, yeah. Let us know, gals, because, Christ, we need to know. If you want us to be our best selves, looks-wise, then tell us what you want, girls. Tell us what you damn want. Do you do you want us out there with bodies that look like a, a carrier bag full of milk? Because a lot of fellas think that's what they got. Yeah, is that what you're after? If not, say. It's fine. We want to know. Yeah, we're happy to tell you. Yeah, if you want to know what what we're after. Yeah. We'll tell you. No need to be shy. No need to be coy about it. Skin. Listen. Big old jaw. Michelin man, but partially overinflated, partially underinflated. Yeah? Shiny. And really shiny. <laughs> Completely hairless. Yeah? Like the judge out of Blood Meridian. Yeah? Completely hairless. Enormous head. Massive wide jaw rest of the body partially or overinflated very pa- approximate same skin tone as the michelin man okay please i'm happy to be correct change my mind okay i'm happy to be corrected right guys look pretty much end of the show now it's uh we'll do the patreon shout outs uh, thank you to everyone who's been supporting on Patreon. There will be a new episode up on oh, Friday, which is 
the day after tomorrow, okay? It will most likely be out in the morning. Don't fucking kill me if it's out in the evening, all right? I'm just, I'm not calling a time. I'm not calling a time. Um, it's just Friday, okay? Good, right. Listen, thank you to everyone who's supporting on the Patreon. Uh, those are uh, Kootenai... Kootenai Junglist Movement, Bo Bo Bo, Del Holland, Oddfree the First, Max Morell, Josh Mayers, Tom Frost, Mr. Merck, Jack, Joe Lewis, Ollie Watt, Adam Payne, Ed Smart, Alistair Michael, Jen Spencer, John Forsythe, Anderton, Verplayed, Gordon Price, Wodge, Lupe Salazar, Nick Brock, Hendo Bartendo, Chode Rider, Martin Hwick, Alex Wilson, Joel Potter, Matty Tompkins, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R. and Reese. Hossen. Okay. Jimmy, that's a nice looking gym dog. I like him. He's small. He looks like a good boy. Thank you for showing it to us. Very decent of you uh, to share. Um, guys, I'll see you all soon. Patroners, I'll see you on the on the Friday. Everyone else, back to normal business next Tuesday. Um, again, I'm not going to apologise a second time. Once is, frankly, one times too many, okay? So remember, you, you're men, all right? You're adult men, all right? I'm not crying like a... Crying like a two-year-old that's had his ear held to the stove to teach it a lesson, all right? No more of that. Okay, fine. Goodbye. <laughs>